It's the final week of the regular season. Who's in after this week? Who's out? And who needs to win in week 10 to keep playing? We discuss this and much more on this week's Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now, here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. I'm Graham Thomas with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Over here on my left is Rick Fires, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette sports reporter. Leland Barclay joins us, as always, from the River Valley. And gentlemen, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. We've got high school football's regular final regular season uh, week. We've got high school volleyball state championships to recap. And, well, let's just get started. Um, so, uh, Leland, uh you you uh, made the trip down to the the uh, hot springs this last week and uh, for the for the volleyball state championships and we're going to get to that in just a second, but we're going to start off with the football game you covered on Friday night in the River Valley, Bentonville West taking on Fort Smith Southside, and uh, no doubt this was our you know one of the the key games of the week last week and it kind of lived up to its billing I'd say. Uh, with Bentonville West pulling out a 24-21 to 21 win over the Mavericks. Yeah, I tell you, it's two very good teams vying for very, you know, high playoff spots, and Bentonville West prevailed 24-21, a key spot in the game. Bentonville West was up 17-14 to 14 in the third quarter. Southside was driving, lost an option pitch. Uh, that Bentonville West recovered, then they went in and scored and made it 24-14. Southside answered with a touchdown with 202 left, but then Bentonville West was able to uh, get the onside kick and run out the clock and win 24-21 and sets up a huge game, maybe the biggest game in uh, in West history on Friday night. Yeah, Bentonville West is going to host uh, you know the Bentonville Tigers, the interschool district uh, rival uh, over in Centerton. It's gonna be an exciting matchup. Um, and you're right. I mean, they're you know, the the, the stakes are, are high for this one. The winner will get the number two seed in the seven A West conference for the class seven A playoffs and get a bye week, which I think both of them probably could use right about now. And uh the winner will have to play in the first round, or sorry, the loser will have to play in the first round as the three seed. So it's kind of a clean scenario there. I mean, the the winner's the two, the loser's the three. Um we can't say that about all of our scenarios in the in the playoffs uh, for this year and, and this week in particular. But um, man, uh, you know, Benville West just keeps finding ways to win close games. I mean, they've they did it against Rogers, they've done it against Southside, and you know, you got to give those guys a lot of credit over there. And they, you know, they did it you know this week uh, without Coach Pratt. He was he was sitting in the sitting in the vehicle. Uh, listening on the live stream for the first part of this one he was uh he was down the street uh at a little uh in a parking lot not very far from the stadium obviously uh watching the live stream of the first half and Southside led seven to three at the half it was a very back and forth defensive first half and you know seven to three at the half half Southside led but you're right you know the Dalton Rice story is is a great one for West uh, how he's kind of emerged and uh, taken the starting spot and, and uh, you know, has put up some very good numbers and more than anything, put up wins for 
for West. And then Cole Edmondson, the running back, Friday night he had 17 carries for 101 and an 18-yard touchdown run that was really kind of the decisive uh, score of the game for West. So, yeah, they've been very balanced and, uh, and again, very good. And defensively, they've been very good. I think they start five um, guys two ways. Wow. which is very, very unusual uh, in 7A or 6A ball. But they, uh, you know, they get they get the mileage out of them. And, you know, they've had a great year. And it uh, we'll see what happens Friday night. Well, I was going to say, Rick, this Bentonville West team kind of sounds like your kind of football team. Winning close games, scrapping. I mean, just, you know, clawing and doing all they can to to get victories. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm um, I've enjoyed them, you know, and and they play some defense too. It's just uh, contrast what uh, uh, he's talking about that Bentonville West game. I saw one of them games again. A Rogers, uh, 63-21, was that eighty four points? And literally, literally, when I went from the press box d- down to the field, there's two more s- touchdowns scored. It's just, <laughs> it's just amazing. I don't see how you guys can keep up all these stats. It's just. Uh, yeah, why did it take me three minutes to get down there and fight the crowd? And I'm, I, I said, what happened? What, what happened on the scoreboard? Well, that team just scored, and the other team ran the other one back. So there's been, within about seven-minute period, there's three more touchdowns. But uh, um, if you want to talk a little bit about my game, uh, Rogers 63, um, Springdale Harbor 21. Uh, it started right off the bat. You're going to hear, be hearing a lot about this guy, Jeff uh, – Reagan, Regan, I think you know Jeff Regan. I'm sorry. Um, returned to opening kickoff, 90 yard man. They had that set up. You could tell this, this is where scouting comes into play because um, maybe they saw something in Harbor's defense right there, alignment on special teams. And as soon as soon as uh, Regan caught that ball, he headed to the left. They had it blocked, and he's fast enough. He got down the sideline, and boom. <laughs> and I'm standing over there by the uh, Harbor uh, student section. My goodness, what are we doing? What are we doing? And it was that kind of night. It was a rainy, foggy, drizzly night. Uh, Roger's back on track. Um, and uh, I think Harbor, I don't know, I guess they're trying for the fifth or sixth seed. I don't know. Yeah, so Roger's secured the number four seed okay. for the with that win. So they're going to get a home playoff game in the first round. Harbor and Southside, there, there's there's some scenarios there. And, you know, um, I think Southside really has the inside track to the number five. And Harbor, I think, has the number six. But there, there, there's there's all kinds of goofy scenarios that can happen with involving Springdale, uh, maybe knocking, I don't know. Leland, I think you're a little more on top of that than I am. But um, that's kind of the way we think it's going to play out. Yeah, um, of course, you know, Southside does have to go on the road to secure that fifth spot on Friday night at Springdale, uh, which is not a a given, you know, the fact it's on the road and Southside, you know, one of the things that sticks out to me when I I talked to Coach Kim Dameron after the game was that, you know, he said that the biggest challenge this week is going to be putting that game behind them because they poured everything they had into that game. I mean, that was a big game. It was at home. So it's it's going to be a challenge for uh, for the Mavericks uh, this week. And, you know, we talk about – Rick was talking about the offense and how you miss stuff so quick. I don't know if I've ever seen this in the 7A West before, but 
There were two opening kickoffs returned for touchdowns on Friday night. You mentioned Jeff Regan returning one 88 yards. Well, C.J. Brown returned the opening kickoff 97 yards in Bentonville's 51-10 win over Springdale. And then on the very first offensive play of Fayetteville's win, um, Drake Lindsay hit Spencer for an 80-yard touchdown. So that's three games out of four where – you know, there were fireworks from the absolute very beginning. Got to get in your seat early and be paying attention. You might miss something. <laughs> hey, how many uh, – I've seen at least two or three times that CJ has returned kickoffs. I'm, I'm wondering how many I'm glad you through. asked that. That's the that's number three. So he had one against Conway. Yep. He had one against Harbor. And, yeah, he has one against Springdale. So I, people are still kicking to him. That's the amazing thing about that. So, <laughs> Oh, you know what? He probably had – at least maybe one or two his junior year, I'm assuming. But he's a he's a heck of a returner. So uh let, let's move on uh to to the Greenwood Bulldogs now. So Greenwood gets the big win on the road at Pulaski Academy. Uh, had a little had, had some trouble down there, but pulled away at the end for a um for a multiple touchdown victory there. Um now the Greenwood Bulldogs are welcoming in Little Rock Christian, which I mean, you know, we talk about Bentonville and Bentonville West being the game of the week and, you know, Greenwood and, and Little Rock Christian may be the game of the year, you know, as far as we're concerned. We've been circling that one since, so oh, you know, January. And um, so, and Kane Archer was our player of the week. He had about, how many touchdowns did he have, Rick? About he counted for eight. Eight? He threw My five goodness. touchdown passes and ran for three. And here, just a sophomore going in and um, – uh, leading the team, I'm. Uh, I don't know in the huddle if it, you know as a sophomore, it's hard to be a team leader. I mean, you got some seniors out there, but man, you're the you're the engineer, you're the quarterback, and for him to have a game like that and first win there when I think I read in the Democrat Gazette on Saturday, first time somebody's beaten PA at home since 2013, maybe. I mean, that's a great win. Uh, love that conference. I know they're gonna you know kind of uh, reclassify next year, but. Man, what a great uh, win for uh, Greenwood. Now they got to go home and do it again. So, Leland, you're going to be at the game this week against Little Rock Christian, Smith Robinson. What, what time are you showing up down there for that one? Make sure. You know, that's funny. I was just thinking that yesterday. I plan on being there by five because it will be, um, you know, with Northside and Southside both being out of town. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people not from Greenwood mm. that will want to watch that game, you know, yeah. for a lot of different reasons. Um, so, and I know Drake Lindsay's a very good quarterback. He's going to Minnesota to play Carter. Nye's good. Um, gosh, Dizzy Dean's having a great, fantastic season, Yeah, but this may be, well, it is without a doubt, two of the best quarterbacks in the state that's going to be on display in Greenwood Friday night. And it may be the two best quarterbacks in the state. Now, granted, one of them's a sophomore. One of them's about the, you know, Kane Archer barely has his driver's license and Walker White is about to go off to college. But still, these two guys are very good. Uh, so it's going to be a huge display of just great talent all over the field and two very good teams. You know, when you talk about Pulaski Academy on Friday night, Greenwood was up 30 to or 30 to 20 at the half and was set to receive the opening kickoff. Well, PA comes out, gets the onside kick, scores, makes it a three-point game early in the third quarter. 
Greenwood scores four straight possessions, 28 points in the third quarter to put that one away. So that's, uh, you know, we can uh, get into that game Friday night as much as you want to, but that's, that's going to be, you know, at least in our part, and I know Bryant and Conway is a big game too, but Greenwood Little Rock Christian is going to be gigantic. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's a game we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on, but, you know, Fort Smith Northside still not out of it. They can get into the playoffs this week with a win at Little Rock Southwest. In fact, I believe the winner of that game will go to the playoffs. And so a lot to play for for Southside, or for, excuse me, for Northside. They're going to have to do it on the road, though, against uh, Daryl Patton and the Griffins in Little Rock. So, uh, you know, there's a lot at stake there for them. Um you know, the, the, the other 7A West games this week, uh, we'll go back to that real quick. You know, we, as we said, Bentonville's at Bentonville West. Harbor is at Fayetteville, and we'll send uh, Ricky Fires out there for that one. Rod, The Battle of Rogers, Rogers Heritage at Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe there's any real uh, seeding implications of that one. Heritage is out of it. Rogers is going to be the four. But, you know, there's, it's always exciting when those intra-city rivalries kind of meet up. As we said, Southside's going to be at Springdale. Uh, uh, 6A West games other we're looking at uh, Van Buren's got a big one against Salem Springs that they're going to need to win I think to keep their playoff hopes alive in the 5A West we've got a lot of big wins uh, there's about three teams that can can win the conference ch- uh, championship and get the number one seed on Friday night uh, a lot will be determined with Shiloh Christian and Alma uh, that's going to be a big one uh, Farmington's going to be at Prairie Grove and um you know, Farmington's got the tiebreaker over Shiloh. So if, if Farmington wins and Shiloh wins and Farmington will be the number one seed, Alma's got the real straight line. They, if, if they beat Shiloh Christian, I believe they're the conference champions. So, uh, you know, a real crowded at the top five, a West, we knew it would be fun, a fun year for that conference guys. And, uh, it's really played out that way, Rick. I know you've uh, kind of kept up with it. Yeah, um, um, uh, P. Ridge. I've I've seen a lot of the the, the five A West games. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I won't be covering it, but but the results of that Elkins uh, Lincoln game. Lincoln really really come on to the uh, last few weeks, and you know, um, even as Elkins as good as they are, they're going to have to go over there and really, uh, you know, not take anything for granted. They're going to have to play ball over there at Lincoln because. Uh, Man, I really like their quarterback, uh, Drew White and Kale uh, <clears throat> Jones and the receiver, the Jace Burks, and uh, they're going to have a big crowd over there at Lincoln. And I'm going back to something that uh, um, Leland said earlier about a uh, big crowd coming down there at Greenwood. Even before I got into sports, before I got out of college, I would, me and a couple of my friends would just go around and say, what's the best game in town? Let's go see this game. Let's go that game. We might drive 40 miles, just uh, whatever the big, biggest game in town uh, you get to see. Uh, uh, and for people like college football, man, you're going to see these guys uh, before they become stars on the college level and uh, every once in a while on the pro level. So if you're down there in the Fort Smith area, I, I would definitely uh, 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 think about going checking that game out. Well, and you know, you you got you kind of got into the the four A one there on me, Rick, with Elkins and Lincoln. Um, <clears throat> one of the the interesting things about what Elkins is doing, they've got back to back shutouts against two really yeah. good offensive football teams in Ozark and Gentry. So back to back shutouts in two consecutive weeks. I mean, yeah, that's... we get caught up in their offense and. 
And uh, Dizzy Dean, what's completing, what, 79% of his passes? That's remarkable to me. And we get so focused on that, and then, oh, wait a minute. Uh, the other team didn't score. Yeah, man, <laughs> they got some great two-way athletes. So you're exactly right. We overlooked it. Uh, shame on me because I'm, I'm a defensive guy. And, uh, yeah, for two back to – I don't care. During the modern era, um, you're shutting out guys back-to-back. Uh, good for you. We're going to take a little break here. And we will be back in just a few minutes. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we're back with the Prep Rally Podcast uh, segment two this week. And uh, we're going to jump into some high school volleyball uh, coverage. And Leland was at the state championship game and state championship day in Hot Springs with Paul Boyd from the uh, from the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And uh, they, between the two of them, wrote five, they covered five state championship volleyball matches and just and a great, great job. By, yeah, great job by I you I love guys. reading our Sunday paper, reading game story after game story, game story, especially the two winners from our area. So, uh, Leland, it was a good day of volleyball down there for you guys. I tell you, the um, it was amazing to watch. Um, you know, I guess I watched about 10 hours of I guess about 10 hours of volleyball on, on Saturday and the level of competition and the level of talent that was displayed on the court was just absolutely at another level. Now I know that was, you know, 10 of the best teams in the state, Mm -hmm. but wow, what a, what a performance by all 10 teams that were there. Uh, And also, you know, what a blessing to have as many schools from our area uh, playing on Saturday and had some more that were really, really close uh, to being there as well. We started off the day with Fayetteville winning a tough five sets and then uh, finished with Greenwood pushing Benton, which I understand was probably a, a favorite to win 6A all season or 5A all season long, pushed them to the limit and went to five sets in that one. And then, uh, of course, Mansfield won the 2A, their fourth straight state championship yeah well let's let's start with that Fayetteville uh you know they won their fourth straight 6a state volleyball title uh you know they they are just amazing I, I and I, I'm I'm um Jessica Phelan the the coach at Fayetteville and her group you know they they just kind of reload every year they almost had a brand new team worth of players this year and still uh, pulled it out Rick yeah, they're a dynasty. That they've won more than four straight. And you talk about culture, winning culture. I can't remember the specific reason. I had to go to Fayetteville High during the summer, maybe mid-August, and I said, "Man, what's all that noise coming from the gym?" And I walked in there, and there were the volleyball girls, and they were going at it. Jessica and her assistants had them doing breakdown, doing little drills. So. You know, this just doesn't come easy 
Um, I mean, these girls work at it. And really, it, they start off the, um, the high school sports. You know, everybody, a lot of people look to um, football, but no, it's the volleyball girls that really set the tone <clears throat> for the whole year. And, 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 and Fable uh, following it up with football, success right there. So, and then, you know, Mansfield right down there winning a championship. So I just want to emphasize that these girls worked their butts off to get here. And congratulations to finishing up. Just get here and bringing home another uh, championship plaque. So Reagan Harp, uh, 29 kills in the yeah. championship match, was the MVP for Fayetteville. Uh, another dynasty. We, you know, we, you know, Leland just flat out said it in his story about the Mansfield Tigers. That's their fourth straight state championship. And, um, you know, it's just another uh, a great win for for Coach Andrews and her girls, Leland. You know, I talked to talked to her after the game and asked her specifically about the four seniors. And of course, uh, she said that she brought all of them up after their junior high season was finished four years ago. Uh, none none of them started, uh, but uh, Allison Edwards did play some. But they were there. They were on the team, part of the team, when they won that first title since 2014, four years ago. And, of course, now, you know, they've won four in a row, those seniors. And just to think about the fact that that they went four years and never walked off the court knowing anything but holding up that championship trophy is just an, a, an amazing feat. And, and Rick talked about culture and – and boy, they they know it. And you know, the thing about the Mansfield girls is, you know, last year they started off the season with a volleyball state championship. Uh, they played in the softball state championship game, and they didn't finish less than third in any single sport all season long. Mm -hmm. You know, indoor track, outdoor track, uh, basketball. Um, you know, they they finished at least uh, in the top, I guess, top four in every single sport and and so many of those girls play several of those sports so um and allison edwards won the mvp on saturday she was uh you know second uh time for her to win the mvp she had 10 kills in the first set wow uh, which was a tough 25 to 23 win so she kind of set the tone early and uh you know a three game or three set sweep and it was their fourth straight that's a lot. Sweet. So they've, you know, they've mm. went, uh, what is that? 12 and Oh, they never lost a set in the state championship game the last four years. That's, that's just amazing. And 10 kills in one set. That's a lot of kills. I mean, that's. You know and Arkansas is a good, uh, state for volleyball. I know Siloam Springs for years, really mm. good. I'm from the Jonesboro area, Valley View and Jonesboro West side. Now we're sending uh, kids off to college, Ellie Mae Powell and others. And so, uh, volleyball is really big in this state. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just it's growing and it's got it's yep. getting better all over the place. And now you have you know places like Mansfield and, and you know Hackett and um, you know just really excelling in volleyball. Um, Greenwood has been good at volleyball for a long time, and I I you know they've made the state championship game uh, a bunch. I mean, it's just been a lot and. You know, they were on the very verge of winning another state championship, uh, just fell a little bit short, 3-2. But, I mean, watching that one, them go back and forth with uh, with Benton was just really amazing. They they fought to the very end, and Coach Golden and her girls are, are I'm sure, you know, disappointed that they didn't pull it out. But 
Nothing to be nothing to be ashamed year, of in that one. Year. No, it was it was back and forth. You know, Greenwood won the first set. Um, you know, twenty-five to twenty-one, and throughout the five sets, there were thirty ties and fifteen lead changes throughout that. You know, the whole five sets, and Greenwood won the first one. Benton Benton comes back and wins the the next two, both close. You know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, Benton's probably going to close it out here. Nope, Greenwood wins the fourth one, forces that fifth uh, fifth set, and was up nine seven in that set before Benton rallied and won 15 to 11. So, you know, like you said, so close. And we had other teams, you know, Harrison actually won the 5A West. And of course they were close. Uh, Lavaca was close. So we were, uh, we're just, again, very blessed to have that level of talent and wow, what athletes. Yep. And let's don't, not forget about you know, Hackett and, and uh, Shiloh Christian. So uh, Hackett yeah. uh, fell short against Baptist Prep in the in the 3A finals, but you know, eventually they're gonna they're gonna crack through and get them the state title. And you know, they're they're a force down there. They've got some good athletes, and you know, a couple of things go bounce their way in that first set, and maybe they they they're the ones holding the trophy. Uh, same for Shiloh Christian. Um, they had a, a very tough one uh, against Brooklyn, and uh, you know, just to get there, Rick, is very, very difficult. So for these schools to get there is, I mean, you know, you didn't win it, but there's a, nothing to be ashamed of, and and we're happy for them that they had such a great season. Uh, I haven't covered a lot this year, but in previous year, I, I love covering volleyball. It's fast paced. You know, they changed the rules several years ago, make it more inclusive. And, uh, uh, man, if you've got a young girl coming up, man, get her involved in, in, in volleyball. You know, and she can move on basketball and uh, softball or track. But, man, volleyball is uh, – it may be my second or third favorite sport. I'll tell you what, too. Like, I mean, I, I always walk away from a volleyball match with a new appreci appreciation for how tough those girls are. I mean, they are throwing their bodies all over the court yep. with nothing but a, but a bunch of knee pads on their knees. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they're, you know – They'll go diving into the bleachers to to get a ball. I mean, it's really amazing, and um, so and it, well, and you get hit in the nose by one of them powerful setters, and you you wipe the blood off your nose or whatever, and you, and get right back at it. Now nah, these girls are tough. Love them. Yep. So great job by Leland and uh, Paul Boyd yeah, at the at the, the state best. finals for volleyball, and uh, we were uh, we were excited to to see their work come through on on Saturday evening. So we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we will work. We will, uh, we will give you our top five of the week. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash podcast23 to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com. Or call us at 479-684-5509 and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. Graham Thomas and Rick Fires here in Fayetteville and Leland Barclay in the River Valley. And let's jump right into the top five of the week. And I'm going to start us off this week. And uh, so, guys, uh, I'm going to go back to the Elkins Elks. You know, 
great mascot, Love great it. football team. Great football town, yep. Back to back shutouts over Gentry and, and Ozark, and, you know, who were really two really good offensive football teams in class 4A. I mean, they've got some, you know, I, I just saw Ozark this last week and, and been around the Gentry program quite a bit. I mean, they can really score the football, and neither of those teams scored against Elkins. And so that that's, you know, definitely number one for this week in the top five. Uh, number two, we're going to go Braden Long with the Harrison Goblins with four touchdowns on the ground against Clarksville. Um, you know, Harrison just kind of laying in the weeds over there. Yep. They're doing good things, uh, sitting at six and three. They're going to make the Class 5A playoffs, and I would be a team I would not want to have to deal with if I were a 5A coach uh, in the postseason. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Cole Creighton, the freshman quarterback for Shiloh Christian, he's back and threw three touchdown passes against Prairie Grove last week. So, uh, that's a shot in the arm for the saints as they head to Alma this week with, uh, you know, maybe a chance to win a conference championship and a number one seed. We'll see what happens. I'm uh, going to switch it up a little bit here on the uh, – we're going to get off the football and talk about the Greenwood girls cross-country team defending state champions and won the 5A West Conference meet in Salem Springs last week. Carol Warner was the, the second overall finisher, and uh, I think the Greenwood Lady Bulldogs have a great chance to maybe repeat as Class 5A state champions uh, this week. You know, we talked about dynasties. You know, for a while there, Siloam had the the cross country dynasty, winning girls cross country five straight times. Now it's Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, Greenwood has had some really good five A uh, or really good cross country teams here in the last few years, and this is another one. And I, I just don't see them slowing down. Is the finals down at Hot Springs? At the, yep, at the you know track. Hot Springs, yep. man, at Oakland. That is, yeah. you know, that is an experience for yep. anyone who's never been there. Um, it's just, you know, and, and what I've always told people, because I'm not really a horse racing guy, Rick. I know you probably like that stuff. Oh, I've lost a lot of money you can't, on horse racing. You racing. cannot appreciate how big a horse track is until you've been inside yep. the infield of it down at Oakland. But it's huge. And trying to run back and forth, take photos of as the runners go by, it's, it's a lot of fun. And that's a that's a great uh, event down there. And, and, and Hot Springs, Henry Apple will be there this week for the Democrat Gazette. Um and last on my top five, I'm gonna go with the Shiloh Christian Lady Saints. You know they they had a real barn burner in the second round of the playoffs on their home floor uh, against. Um, well, I can't remember who it was, but uh, it, the match went through. It was win, win Yellow Jackets. Yep, went three. They had to win a three-two set against the win Yellow Jackets in the second round. Uh, you know they got to the semifinals and and beat and won that game and uh, made another state trip to the, the finals in volleyball. And, um, you know, you, all you got to do, you know, you, you get there enough times, you're going to win one. Yep. And so uh, good job by those girls. And I'm going to pitch it over to Leland for his top five. Well, I'm definitely going to start off with volleyball. Of course, Mansfield uh, won their fourth straight state title. Allison Edwards, a second straight MVP award. And, you know, it's not going to be the last time we hear from her. She'll probably go out and average close to 20 points a game, 18 to 20 points a game for Mansfield. In fact, they've probably already started, uh, you know, knowing Coach Bowman down at Mansfield, they've probably already started basketball practice. 
So we'll hear from her and that. And she's also an outstanding, uh, you know, softball player. So it will not be the last time that we hear Allison Edwards mentioned uh, on the show. And of course, Hackett and Greenwood, man, represented the the River Valley just so great uh, in in tough matches on Saturday. Uh, and then switching over to football, um, this is it, you'll have to pay attention a little bit on this one because Boonville's Dakota Matson on Friday night caught two touchdown passes. I know Boonville's known for running the football, mm-hmm. but they actually threw two touchdown passes on Friday night, uh, which, uh, you know, kind of, uh, it's kind of unusual for the Bearcats. And then Lamar's Caleb Green, quarterback, ran for three touchdowns, passed for one in a 27 to 21 uh, win over Clinton, which we haven't even gotten into the, the 4A4. And, uh, you know, we, we used to always call the 5A West and the 7A West, you know, the wild, wild West. Well, look at the standings in the 4A4, and it is the wild, wild 4A4. And uh, we'll have to get the calculators out on Friday night to figure up all the scenarios and the points after, after those games are completed. <clears throat> and then finally, uh, Rick's player of the week, of course, Kane Archer. Eight touchdowns he accounted for on Friday night. That's 15 touchdowns in two weeks that he's accounted for to set up that big game against Little Rock Christian on Friday night. Wow. I mean, that that's a lot of touchdowns. It is. All right, my time. All right, I, I got to start with <clears throat> volleyball, too. Uh, Fable, uh, they're a dynasty. Jessica Thielen, them girls over there, they do a great job start to finish. They won their fourth consecutive state championship. Uh, beating Conway 3-2, and Conway had the momentum going in there, winning that set, but uh, uh, Fable pulled it out. That's what champions do, 16-14, and they found a way to win. That's what champions do. And uh, now going over to football, th- these next two kind of intertwined. Uh, Rogers 63-21 to over Harbor, Bentonville 51-10 over Springdale. The, the unique thing about this, both these games started off with uh, – uh, kickoff returns for touchdowns. There's a young man up at uh, Rogers, Jeff Regan. He Just returned a sophomore. To, sophomore, you're going to be hearing a lot about him. He returned the opening kickoff 90 yards for touchdown. They set it up beautifully, well executed. When you're in a uh, when you're a player coach in the film room, you love to stop that right there. Stop the tape. Stop the tape. Stop the tape. You love everybody doing their job right there. And uh, young uh, Jeff Regan. Uh, he ran for two touchdowns out of the shotgun when Rodgers got close to the end zone. I think it was four, four yard on one and five yard the other. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, the backup, as a backup quarterback, he threw a 45-yard uh, touchdown run uh, uh, pass right there for the Mounties. Uh, l- looking over back over to De- C.J. Brown, the king of kickoff returns. Uh, 97, 98 yards, I think, uh, uh, Bentonville rolled. Uh, just think at Brown, he's committed to the Razorbacks and possibly we're going to see C.J. Brown and Satania back there on uh, kick return. They, they could use him right now, couldn't yeah, they? Yeah, they could use him right man. now. And, and, and man, that's two great uh, Northwest Arkansas guys, you know, potentially got a chance to uh, show out on special teams. I think they need to be showing out too at wide receiver. That's a different topic. Um, 
uh, Fable. A couple years ago, I remember when they won the first conference championship for the first time in years and years and years, and now they got a chance to finish conference play undefeated. Drake Lindsey doing a great job. Christian Setzer, their running game, what should they really going to need if they want to make a deep playoff run? An, another good game right there. And I'm saving the best for last. We talk all week about this is the great game. This may be the game of the year. This is the game of the year. Uh, Bryant, Bryant is going to play at Conway. Both of them won last week. It's uh, Bryant, Buck James, uh, Wampus Cass are 9-0, and 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 his former team, Bryant, is 8-1. and after losing early, I think it was the Perkview. I think it was the Perkview early. Mm-hmm. But hey, if you're talking about if you're in Central Arkansas, anywhere near uh, uh, Conway, that's a game you want to see right there. Uh, Bryant against Conway, fantastic finish to the regular season. Wow, man! <clears throat> you sure you don't want to go down there and cover that one for us, even though that's not two of our teams? <laughs> I would. They got a couple good burger places down there too. Man, we could do a whole podcast about where to go eat at. You know what I mean? Like we know. Look we, at we've it. all well, look yeah, at us. We've been all around the state, you know, yep. and, and know all the places to hit up. So um, there's like Rex Nelson. You know, he always oh, does that man. a lot. Yeah. So, well, folks, that's going to wrap us up for this week's edition of the Prep Rally Podcast, and uh, we would like to thank our sponsor, West Termite Pest and Lawn for their sponsorship and uh, you can listen to the prep rally podcast at NWA online, or you can watch it on YouTube or you can do both at wherever you get your podcasts and uh, be sure and look for prep rally live later this week, where we talk about our predictions and uh, well, Rick fires. And I'll talk about our predictions and we're going to send Leland out to Greenwood. He might just go camp out there the rest of the week and, Make sure that he's got a good spot in the press box for that one. And uh, I'll be at Bentonville and Bentonville West, and Rick will handle those Fayetteville Purple Dogs for yep. us. So, all right. Well, thank you again, folks, for listening to Prep Rally Live. We love you. The proceeding has been a production of Prep Rally Podcasts. Find us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and more. And be sure to follow our hosts on social media.